Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Different time in California where we're heading now to uh, talk to Amelia Garvey. Uh, because Amelia is going through a really important uh, stage of her golfing career as she looks to qualify and join Lydia Ko on the LPGA full-time tour uh, next season. Uh, good morning, uh, New Zealand time to you, uh, Amelia. Uh, boy, it's, uh, I guess, a little bit of a stressful time in your life, but exciting at the same time. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Um, yeah, it's a little bit hectic, obviously. Um, you know, it's been something I've uh, looked towards my whole life was turning pro and um, now getting the opportunity to, um, you know, make my mark out here and try and get on tour. Um, it's definitely stressful but exciting at the same time. Well, we, we hear so much about it. There's been books written about it uh, on the men's side of the tour, uh, trying to get through Q school. Um, some people say it's, it's harder than tournament golf itself. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm trying to treat it like, you just try and treat it like any other tournament at the end of the day. But yeah, you know that it's kind of all or nothing. Um, it's pretty cutthroat out there. And it's, you know, the, the one and only chance that you get the whole year um, to get onto the tour. So um, it is, you know, it's whatever you attach with it is going to add more pressure. Um so, yeah, just trying to go go ahead and play uh, the next stage as any other tournament like I did um, in Stage 1, which worked out pretty well. Yeah, Stage 1 went exceptionally well for you. Um, you must have got a lot, a lot of confidence from, from that going forward. Just, just tell us how tight it is. How many, how many golfers for how many spots this time round? Yeah, so stage one, um, there were about 340 girls altogether, um, and the top 95 made it through um, to stage two. But in stage two, we'll be jo- those 95 will be joined with another probably 100 girls who had been exempt into stage two. Um, and then I believe it's the top 70 from stage two make it into stage three. Um, and then there'll be some girls coming down from the LPGA into into stage three, um, and the top 40 of stage three end up getting their full card um, on the LPGA. And kind of after that, you're moving into either partial status um, or symmetrical status, which is just the tour, like our sort of corn fairy tour. So tell us where your, your golfing journey began because um, you're a uh, Burnside High, is that, is that correct, Christchurch girl? 
Yes, yes. So I was actually um, born in England and then moved over to New Zealand when I was five um, and picked up my first golf club when I was um, six years, years of age. So I kind of grew up playing most of my golf um, when I was younger at Kaipoi Golf Club um, out in North Canterbury um, and then, you know, moved into playing, um, yeah, playing for Burnside High um, and then playing for Canterbury as well and then moved up the ranks and started playing for New Zealand when I was about uh, 14. So then obviously I was starting to get get to travel the world a little bit and saw where this game could take me um, and it took me to where I am now, which is in Southern California. Um, I accepted a full scholarship at uh, USC um, and have just graduated from there and turned pro straight afterwards. So... Uh, it's been a pretty cool ride up to now. Yeah, and you're very successful too. Three-time All-American, uh, two-time All-Pac, uh, 12 uh, first-team selection. So uh, you don't get those without of a lot of ability because there's so many girls uh, going for those kind of spots. Tell us uh, about your university experience. I mean, it's, it's the goal, I think, for a lot of young New Zealand sports people as well, looking for that pathway into the U.S. Uh, what did what did you study, uh, and, and you yeah, know, how I hard mean, did you have to work um, with your study and your golf? Me. I was yeah. kind of a little bit hesitant about it at the start. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the book, so I didn't know whether I was going to enjoy that enjoy that side of it um, or not. But once I got over here, um, we get a ton of help in terms of um, academic advisors, tutors, and just the whole um, you know the facilities here and the support that you get um, being a student athlete was um, second to none so uh, yeah I've loved every part of my time here and just being able to make connections and um, you know build relationships over here because I feel like this is where I'm going to be or where I want to be um, at the end of the day when I'm going to play on tour so it's a nice kind of you know, familiarise myself with the, the United States because um, right now um, I'm basically stuck over here. So I'm actually staying with a few family friends and stuff like that um, until I can try and get home. Uh, the interesting thing for me is uh, this turning from uh, a situation where, you know, you're on a scholarship and, and things are pretty well mapped out for you to all of a sudden going from an amateur status to a professional status. I imagine there's not a lot of money in the bin at this stage because, you, you know, you haven't been able to play professionally and earn some money. So what does your setup up look like now? It's coaching you and Caddy's situation. Yeah, so fortunately enough, I've had a ton of help, um, a ton of support from people back home and uh, Golf New Zealand. Um, they've been great to, you know, keep me on my feet and, and keep my head above water, I guess, right now, because at the end of the day, I am a professional, but I am not a touring pro yet. That's why I'm playing um, Q School. So, obviously, I don't have, you know, money coming in the bank um, week after week like any, you know, touring pro would do. So, um, I've been very fortunate to have a lot of support coming from back home, um, which I'm really appreciative of. But, yeah, I've more so just started working with um, another Kiwi legend like yourself, uh, Grant Waite. Um, he is based out of Florida and he was one of our um, best golfers from New Zealand. I believe he grew up in Palmerston North. Um, so I actually just started working with him 
probably a couple months before stage one. Um, I hadn't really. I met him last year at uh, the US Open because he was uh, coaching one of my really good mates, um, Paddy Kravitanica. And then, yeah, just started talking to him uh, and sort of kept the you know, connection with him. And once I'd graduated and turned pro and had a little bit more time to, you know, get over to Florida and go and see him, um, I decided to start working with him. And it's been amazing um, right now. It's been a really, we've made some really, really good changes. Um, and, you know, he's, he's just a great guy in general, like any, any Kiwi is um, over here wanting to help one another out. So, and um, that's been that's been really cool. And then I've also got my cousin, um, who is also a PGA professional, a teaching pro um, in England, that is caddying for me um, throughout Q School. Um, and we plan on kind of working together um, for you know the first part of my career at least. So it's nice to have some um, really really close relationships um, on my team as well. Amelia, you've had a taste of it. You played uh, in the US Open. Um, tell us what you learnt from those experiences uh, and h- how, much, uh, how much you have to achieve to get to that point now. Yeah, I mean, just uh, the, the experience in general, were, they were both amazing. The first one um, I played as an amateur and then the second one this year I actually made my pro debut at. Um, so just to qualify and get the chance to you know, be around the world's best on some of the toughest courses um, that they play in a year. Just, you know, it's nothing but um, great tools to put in your toolkit, I I guess. When you um, teed up at a US Open course, um, you've got to be able to, you've got to be there, you know, mentally, physically. Uh, every, every part of your game needs to be firing. So it's been really, really cool to, and see how my game, you know, shapes up against some of the world's best. And I've seen, you know, some. I've taken some really, really good positive things from playing these and, you know, some great learnings as well. Um, but I can definitely um, tell that my game, you know, has the potential to, you know, hopefully win one of those events one day. Um, but I do know that there's also a bit of work um, to put in mm. before then. Uh, Amelia, you've uh, mentioned that uh, you've had uh, advice and you've got a great friend in Patty. Uh, I just wonder, you know, America is such a big place. Have, have you been able to cross paths with Lydia uh, very often, Lydia Coe, and, and just get some insight from, from her? Yes, I have, actually. I played uh, practice rounds with her at both of the US Open, so last year and this year as well. Um, and she also lives in Orlando, um, where Grant is based and I've kind of been going back and forth from California and um, Orlando right now. So, you know, I always try and um, get around in with Lydia when I can if, you know, I play a tournament like the US Open or um, hopefully down the road um, be playing a few more tournaments um, that are in her schedule as well. But, yeah, she's amazing, obviously, um, when we play practice rounds together, I'm not trying to distract her too much from what she's trying to do. But, um, yeah, she's always there to um, give a helping hand. And, you know, being um, a recipient of her Lydia Co scholarship uh, that she did a few years ago, 
Um, I think she's happy to see another another Kiwi golfer trying to get out there on tour as well. Uh, Amelia, just for those folks sitting at home that love their golf and uh, you know they they treat it pretty seriously, they go out to the club and they hit a few balls. Uh, on an average practice day, how many golf balls do you reckon you'd hit? Oh, quite a few right now. Um, obviously, I don't have school anymore, so I've got a bit more uh, spare time on my hands. So I'm probably, you know, the last few days, it's been about two and a half, three hours on the range and then two hours of short game and then maybe go and play nine as well. So uh, there's a lot of hard yards being put in behind the scenes. Um, and it, that's what it takes. You know, I think golf's one of the hardest games uh, in the world. So... You know, the, the club golfers that turn up every Saturday morning and expect to uh, shoot a, you know, good round when that's the only day that, of the week that they play. And I think uh, they need to sort of, you know, change their expectations a little bit and just go out there and enjoy themselves because it's a, it's a great game, but it can be frustrating as well if you set your standards a little bit too high. Well, you're talking to one uh, of those that, as you speak right now, to be perfectly honest. I, I can't understand why I can't break par. I, I just can't get it. I mean, my game should be... I, I mean, I'm there once a week, and I, it really frustrates me. Uh, so, OK, let's look at the immediate future, your plan um, and and the schedule as you look to get this card, what, what it's lined up now. Yeah, so uh, stage two is in just over a month from now, uh, which is in Florida. Um, so I'm heading over to Arizona uh, next week just to play a little mini tour event um, just to try and get some rounds, some competitive rounds under my belt uh, before going to stage two. Um, and then I believe I'm going to go and play a Monday qualifier for an LPGA event um, in New Jersey, uh, I think the week after that. And then I'll head, head down to uh, Venice, Florida and start some early prep probably 10, 10 or 9 days before the actual event starts because it's on two courses, so that takes a little bit of extra time um, in a normal tournament. But, yeah, that's uh, that's my immediate future right now. This whole year has just kind of been, you know, going with the flow and seeing what pops up. Um, but my main priority is um, on Q School and making sure I'm ready to go uh, when I get there. So that's your main focus. We understand that, and there probably at the moment there is an opportunity is not an opportunity for you to get home. But uh, you, you're you're a young girl, uh, and, you know, and you're you're away from home. Uh, how frustrating is it for you to think that if you do find a window, you you probably can't get here at this stage? Yeah, um, it's it's been pretty rough. I haven't been back home since November last year, so I'm I'm definitely eager to try and get um, over there when I can. But right now, the best time for me is looking like uh, Christmas. Um, stage planning wise, stage three finishes on December twelfth, I think it is. So uh, my window of opportunity would mean that I'm probably going to be in isolation. Uh, for Christmas Day and New Year's. So uh, it, it is pretty frustrating for sure, um, but it's out of my hands. Um, you know, I'm FaceTime with the parents most days, so that's the best that I can do right now. Um, but I've just seen that uh, managed isolation is uh, opening up for December on Monday morning, I think. So I've got mm. Dad to keep his eyes peeled on that and try and uh, 
get that book for me in December, I said, you know, um, I'm pretty happy to spend my Christmas and New Year's uh, in the hotel as long as I can get a couple of weeks back home um, before the season starts, probably February next year. And especially with uh, an LPGA touring card, that would be uh, that would make Christmas even more enjoyable, wouldn't it? That would be plan A for sure. Hey, Amelia, you sound uh, upbeat, you sound confident, uh, you've made a great start, finishing fourth in the first uh, round of qualifying. Uh, I think uh, all the golfing fraternity in New Zealand will now will now look uh, at your performances and what's coming up very shortly. Wish you all the best. Uh, all the best with your golf and all the best getting home when you want to. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much, Ian. Thanks for having me. Uh, Amelia Garvey there, folks. What a delightful and determined young lady and a great example. Yet another great example of women's sport in this country uh, taking us to the fore. Uh, and you kind of believe when you listen to her determination and her confidence, uh, she'll make it. Uh, she'll make it onto that uh, LPGA Tour uh, and we'll have two representatives there to watch on a weekly basis. And that is fantastic.